backsliding as the church have. But Lord, I'm praying that you lift up your people like you said in your word in the name of Jesus and that we come back. We come back to you in the name of Jesus, I pray. You bind up everything that the enemy is saying. You bind up every noise, every sound, Lord God, in the name of Jesus that's contrary to you in Jesus' name. So good afternoon to you, beloved. What I came to talk about when entering in the distraction zone, which I did. When entering in the distraction zone, when 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 we are sent on an assignment, when we sit on an, on an assignment, the Lord prepares us and he instructs us, okay? It may be a partial instruction or whatever the case may be, but he gives us something to work with. He gives us something to work with. Um, and then we're supposed to keep seeking his face for the answer. Yeah. So a lot of times, if we don't like what we're hearing uh, from the Lord, we start to lean to our own understanding and we go into our feelings and our emotions. And we forget what the Lord has said because we want what we want. And when what we want becomes so rised up in us, when what we want comes so rised up in us, it becomes a distraction. If we start to meditate in our, if we start to think about it in our hearts, right? Meditate in our hearts. And then we start to imagine it in our minds. We start to speak it and it comes into existence. And those things, if, if God already said it, then it is so. So here, we're going into the book of Numbers. Now, I've already been given, um, and I thank you, Lord, because I understand more. I, I love the Lord, and God is good. God is good all the time, even when it don't feel good. Um, God is good. God is good. And, you know, I am really praying for the body. I'm praying for those that know the truth, have heard the truth, and even those that walked away. Because there's disciples that walked away. It is written in the scripture. They they couldn't... Um, I forgot. It doesn't say it here. They, um, they can't take it's like God says to some, he becomes a stumbling block. To some, he becomes a stumbling block. Because we, we're, we're just rebellious. Many of us just have such a rebellious spirit that we, we do things knowing it's going to cause us some danger. To be obedient is better than sacrifice. But it's like we've heard Jesus coming back, for especially those that grew up in church. Jesus coming back, Jesus come back, Jesus come back, Jesus coming back, Jesus come back, Jesus come back. That some of us have really non-belief with that. They don't believe it. And so since they don't believe it, they live according to that like they don't believe it they they live like they don't believe it like if we was to really search 
our, if we was really search our life and where we are and how we operate, we would know whether we believe um, what God says or not. It'll be evident. It's evident in our lives. It is truly evident whether we believe what the Lord is saying or we don't believe what the Lord is saying. Because how are we functioning? Who is our guide? Who is our governor? Who's our governor? Because what happens is, I don't know why I can't find it. Um, what happens is our, our desires, we become like Eve. We become like Eve. We become like Eve. Okay, let me go to Numbers first. And then we're going to go to Genesis house. And we're going to visit Adam and Eve. Okay? We become like Eve. Distracted. Because now something has been shown to us that we desire. Something is shown to us that we desire. So, okay. Um, it says... That, okay, here it is. Okay, so we're in Numbers 22. And, um, wow, it's a lot of reading. Uh, so, we're going to start in verse 1. And the children of Israel set forth and pitched in the plain of, uh, the plains of Moab on this side, Jordan. On this side, Jordan. Okay? I just want to hold my page because I know me. I'll be like, what did I say? So, on this side, Jordan. By Jericho. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all of Israel. No, it doesn't say that. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites. And uh, Moab was sore afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said to the elders of Midian, Now shall this company lick up all that are round about us, as the ox licks up the grass of the field. And Balak, the son of Zippor, was king of the Moabites at that time. See, God had already given commandments that they couldn't touch them. The children of Israel couldn't touch them. But... The thing is, Moab didn't know that. And so, Moab, he was looking with his eyes. But God had already commanded the children of Israel who they could touch. where, What land they could even go into and what land they had to walk around. God had already given that commandment. And this is the thing. When you're coming out of your wilderness, because we all go through the wilderness... We all have a Genesis, okay? We all have an Exodus. We all we ha we all have all sixty six books coming in and through our lives. 
So when we are coming out of our wilderness, there are people that know we're in the wilderness. No, we just we just going around this life thing and we're just confused and and just God is trying to do something in our life. So um many people know that. And and they watch. They watch. And what what happens is they watch and they see what God is doing. They see what God is doing in your life. They see it. And they see how God is bringing you through a lot of stuff. They see how God is destroying Pharaoh that come against you. They see it. And so when they see and they hear all this, and then you start to come out of your wilderness, now they're intimidated by who you've become in all that wandering. Because within those years, God has removed stuff out of your life God has cleansed you. God has taken care of you. And God is, is, is really being your shepherd. And so when people see that, who you started out as, they remember for those that met you in that time of your life or a time of your life where before you came out of the wilderness, before, they knew who you were before. And so since they knew who you were before, when they see you come out and they see what God is doing in your life and how God has cleansed you and cleaned you up. Some people really have a hard time with that because they were more comfortable when you was wandering and when you were lost and you was distracted. You was distracted by life. You was distract, distracted by sin. You was distracted by your choices and they, they are more comfortable with you being lost than with you being found in Christ. They're more comfortable because why? You'll never be a challenge to them. As long as you're lost, as long as your eyes are darkened, as long as you're in sin, you're no distraction. You, you are no, you're no challenge because you're too busy being lost. So we've all been lost. We are, we are going to come through. And so when people realize you're going to come out of this wilderness and you're coming out a mighty army, okay? You might be one person, but you're a mighty army for the kingdom of, of the Lord. And they start to see that God is doing something because now you look like you know where you're going because you're not just walking around aimlessly, all sorts of doctrine and, and all kind of stuff. Now you're standing bold in Christ. Now, now you're praying. Now you're talking like you have sense, okay? Cause I used to be a, a heavy cursor. So now you're talking like you have sense. Now, now you're walking in, in some type of formation of God. Now you're running your race. Okay. Now it's like, no, I can't go to the club. No, I can't have just any type of sex partner. No, I can't just, I can't just talk like this. No, I can't just go here and we party or whatever the case may be. I can't do that anymore. I can't, I can't, I can't go the same places I used to go anymore. I can't do the same things. I, I can't even adorn myself the way I used to adorn myself. I can't do that no more. I can't watch the same things. I can't listen to the same things no more. My music has changed. It's, it's like once they start hearing you say these things and they realize you're serious because what they're going to do is they're going to try to tempt you. 
they become a distraction. They become a distraction. Not realize they're either the temptation from the enemy or the test from God. The enemy tempts, God tests. So they become the distraction because at some point they want you to choose between this new you and them or back to darkness with them. Okay. So if you, if you stumble with them, they're happy because it's like, I knew, aha, aha, I knew, I knew they weren't. But when you keep saying no and you, you, you start to do and live the life that God has for you, you become enemy number one. You become enemy number one. It says here, mm -hmm. so Balak went unto Balaam, verse five, the son of uh, Beor, to uh, Pethor, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, behold, there is a people come out from Egypt. Coming out of bondage. They see you was bound up. Bound up. Didn't know no direction. Didn't know who you was. Didn't know who God was. And wasn't even trying to find out. Okay? So now you come out of bondage. Slavery to sin. Hard labor to sin. And all the worldly things. Okay? And it says they cover the face of the earth. And they abide over against me. Against. Opposite of. Contrary to. Willing to fight. Against. Okay. Come now therefore I pray you. Curse me this people. For they are too mighty for me. Preventure. I shall prevail. That they will. Wait a minute. I shall prevail. That they may smite them. That we may smite them, sorry. And that I may drive them out of the land. Mm -hmm. For I want that he whom you, for I know that he whom you bless is blessed. And he whom you cursed is cursed. They've already set their face against you. You didn't even have them on your mind. But they've already set their face against you. This is the cost of running the race with Christ. He says, if they hated you, no, they hated me before they hated you. He said, you'll be hated above all men. And it's real. It's real. So if people is your issue, if people is your issue, you're going to cry a lot. You're going to cry a lot. Because one day they're going to say, Hazana, and they supporting you. And the next day, they crucified and got the hammer and the nails and already then put up the gap gala just like uh Haman and ready to nail you straight on that cross the same people the very same people that know the truth but due to the fact you got the nerve to come and actually speak the truth and believe it you believe what the bible say you believe what God is saying? You believe we're supposed to be living righteously in God righteousness? You believe you're supposed to be holy? You believe you're not supposed to smoke or drink? You believe you're not supposed to just live any kind? You believe that? 
Do you really believe Jesus is coming back? You believe, you believe Jesus come back. You believe God is answering your prayers. You believe you're healed. You believe you delivered. You believe your children are going to be saved. They out there buck wild. You believe your children are going to be saved. You believe your mind is renewed in Christ. You believe that Christ washed you with the blood. You believe your house is protected, that no enemies can get in. You believe they can't touch you. You really believe that? You become enemy one number one as soon as you say yes to any of those above and all. You become that. Because now why? It's like a mirror right in front of their face. And y'all not looking the same. God created all men. He created man. God created man in his image. Okay? And we're supposed to look like man. Our speech is supposed to give us away. People become offended. Because now, y'all not looking the same. Y'all used to look the same. Both was dusty and dark and all of us. All we walk around blind. We walk around just covered in sin. We all look alike. We all look alike. But once you receive Christ in your heart, he starts to work. He starts to change. And once you confess that he's Lord, he's going to order your steps. And a lot of those people, you just can't, y'all just not going, because light and dark cannot coexist. And those very same people, those very same people, yesterday y'all was laughing and talking with each other. And today is a, it's a hunt for you to put you on the cross. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. So it says, come now, therefore, I pray you, curse me, this people. That's what he said. Verse 7, and the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian departed with the rewards of divination in their hands. Okay. So, yeah. The practice or seeking of knowledge of the future or the unknown. They say supernatural, but no, that is not supernatural. It's uh, dark means. Mm -hmm. Going to somebody dark. Because that's who Balaam, whenever you see the name Baal, that's the enemy. Mm -hmm. So they're going to the devil trying to get answers, like going to the Zodiac and find out what's going to happen today and all this other stuff. They're going to darkness. They're going to fortune. Whatever the case may be, it's divination. They're going to the warlock. They're going to the witch doctor. They're going to the voodoo doctor. Whatever the case may be, they're going there. Mm -hmm. Going to the psychic. Yeah, they're going there because they want some answers. Instead of going to God. That's what it is. Yeah. So, um, divination in their hand. And they came unto Balaam and spoke unto him the words of Balak. And he said unto them, Lodge here this night, and I will bring you word again, as the Lord shall speak unto me. And the princes of Moab abode with Balaam. 
darkness, okay? And God came unto Balaam and said, What men are these with thee? And Balaam said unto God, Balak the son of Zippor, king of Moab, have sent unto me, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covers the face of the earth. Come now, curse me them, preadventure, I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. And God said unto Balaam, You shall not go with this uh, you shall not go with them. You shall not curse the people, for they are blessed. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the princes of Balak, Get you into your land, for the Lord refuses to give me leave to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose up, and they went unto Balak and, and said, Balaam refused to come with us. Uh, and Balak sent again princes more honorable than they, and they came to Balaam and said unto him, Thus says Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing, I pray thee, hinder you from coming unto me, for I will promote you to very great honor, and I will do whatsoever you say unto me. Come, therefore, I pray you, curse me this people. And Balaam answered and said unto the servants of Balak, if Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word or the command of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now, therefore, or for this reason, I pray you, tarry you also here this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me more. And God came into Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. But... Yet the word which I shall say unto you, that shall you do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the prince of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. So some people would say, well, God told him to go. He answered him the first time. And he told him, don't go. The first time. Told him, don't go the first time. So why are you going to come back again? He already told you the people blessed. He already told you. He already told you, don't touch him. He already told us, don't touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm. He already told us that. He already told us that. He already told us that. Mm -hmm. Many of us, that's the majority of us, especially when we hear the truth and we don't like it, we start to run our mouth. And this is why things come against us and against our household and, and what we love because to to be obedient is better than sacrifice. So when we sacrifice something because of disobedience, it's not going to be something that you're willing to give up. It's going to be something that's dear to your heart because whatever God is saying to us is dear to his heart because the word of God is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ is the heart in the mind of God. So when we start to twist it and when we uh, twist him and we start to go against him, when we start to go against the Bible, when we start to go against the scriptures, which is already written in 2 Timothy 4, they will not appeal to sound doctrine. Uh, the word was not appeal, but they will not. Okay, let me let me get the right word here. Let me get the right word. 2 Timothy 4, it says, I charge you, therefore, verse 1, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, 
who shall judge the quick, which is the living, and the dead at his appearance, at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Be instant, in season and out of season. When people want to hear it and they don't want to hear it. When they in their winter and when they in their summer. When they in their joy and when they in their sorrow. You preach the word. When they when they walk in as a believer, when they walk in as an unbeliever. When they want to hear it, when they don't want to hear it. He says, preach the word. Preach the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, which is a correction, a sharp correction. Reprove, rebuke, exalt. So lift the brother up. Even if you got to correct him, that is a lifting up. Even when you got to correct him. God chases those whom he loves. How he going to chase him? He's going to chase him with his word, but he also going to use a messenger as he did with the seven churches. He, he sent rebukes through his messengers. Only two churches did not receive rebukes out of seven. Okay? So it says here, it says, reprove, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. You got you to gotta long suffer with people proclaiming the gospel. Isn't that something? Because it's like you're proclaiming it to 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 those in the church in that's coming in the church, and you're proclaiming the word, but you got long suffer. The reason we have to long suffer because we all in different places. All of us have a resistance because uh, sin is in the flesh. Sin is in the flesh. Sin is in the flesh. So we all have a different level of resistance to different things and we all have to long suffer until we all come into the knowledge of jesus christ the the issue is when the people don't want to even though they're hearing the truth they don't want none of wisdom a foolish man but a wise man will hear and increase so it's not even something to get upset with even though i do it's not even something to war with because it's known because a, a wise man will hear and increase. A foolish man is not going to do that. He's going to mock. He's going to backbite. He's going to come at you. And it could be even with the word of God. So it says, for a long suffer and doctrine... For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. So it says here, because I'm getting off track. Okay, so you know how even with Adam and Eve, Genesis 3, verse 1, Now the serpent was more subtle. Now they have already been given the command by God. Already given the command by God. Do not touch the trade. Of knowledge of good and evil. It was clear to both of them. To both of them. It wasn't there. Yes she was. Because she's Adam's rib. So she was there. So it says. Um, and the Lord says. In uh, Genesis 2 and 16. The Lord said. Command, the Lord God commanded the man saying. Of every tree of the garden. You may freely eat. But the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it. For in the day that you eat of it, therefore shall you surely die. So how do they both end up eating? They get distracted. Because when she saw, it says here, uh, verse 6 of Genesis 3, 
And when the woman saw, when she saw it, because now she's putting her eyes on that thing that she knows she's not even supposed to have. It says, but when she saw the tree was good, because she's listening to another report. Why? Because she, she probably wanted to eat from that tree. Why can't eat from that tree? God said it. Why God said that? Why you don't want us to eat from the tree? Why you don't want us to eat? Why, why we can have, you can have every other tree but one. Why we can't have that one too? What God, what, what God don't want us to have? The knowledge of good and evil. And this is where we still are. With I mean, this is where we still are. A person that even get hooked to an addiction. They probably already knew it wasn't good for them. But they did it anyway. Not thinking they're going to be the one that becomes an addict. Already forewarned. Just like telling the child, don't put your hand on the stove. Already forewarned. Now his fingers are singed up. Or something's really burnt and leave a mark for you to remember. Yeah. We get distracted. We get distracted. Because we already know, we're already warned about something. Or we already have an idea. But due to the fact that we wanted we let our want and lust distract us because this is what she did it says and this is what we do it says and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and it was pleasant something looked good and it's pleasant you marry and talk about oh he looked good what? That ain't your spouse? Ooh, look at her. That is not your wife. It doesn't matter what she looks like. It's not your wife. I'm still a man. Okay, but the Lord said if you look upon her with lust, you've already committed adultery. You've already done that. You already did that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if, if it's something, now some people got all kind of relationships, okay, but God says do it decently and in order some people got relationship they can do all kind of stuff okay but i i'm i'm not talking about them i'm talking about those in the faith i'm talking about those in the faith because you know okay so we're gonna close here it says um this is um where yeah are we distracted or are we the distraction are we distracted do we know when we're entering in the distraction zone like i know i'm not supposed to read anything especially on social media before i do speak live i know because in the beginning it used to just get me wound up like it did today i knew it was a distraction that stuff is going to be there afterwards but sometimes it's it is it's like, okay, I know this person is saying something that is going to be enlightening. But sometimes, no. That is sometimes, that's the very person used to get you distracted. Because the enemy know you're going to, you you believe they're going to say something that's going to be enlightening. So, yeah. That's the very same person with the hammer. 
in the mail. Boop, 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 boop. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the same person. I didn't throw stones on social media. That's the same person. Become a distraction. And then you become, we become users of the enemy. Yeah. So it says here in 2 Samuel 11, we at Samuel's house. 2 Samuel 11. I like Samuel's house too. I like Hannah. Yeah. It says, and it came to pass after the years was expired. I'm in verse 1. 2 Samuel 11. And it came to pass after the year was expired at the time when the kings go forth to battle, that David sent Joab and his servants with him and all Israel, and they destroyed the children of Ammon, those Ammonites and those Moabites, okay? Just left Moabites wanting to curse somebody. Now here go the Ammonites, okay? And it says, and besieged uh, Rapa. But David tarried still. He tarried still at Jerusalem. And it came to pass in an evening tide that David arose from off his bed and walked upon the roof of the king's house. And from the roof, he saw a woman washing herself. And the woman was very beautiful to look upon. And David sent and inquired after the woman. And one said, is not that Bathsheba, the daughter of Elam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite, and David sent messengers hmm. and took her and she came in until him and he lay with her and she was purified from her uncleanness and she returned into her, her house. she was purified from her uncleanness and she returned unto her house okay the thing is right so had David gone to the roof before it doesn't tell us was he able to see Bathsheba it doesn't tell us. Because otherwise, I mean, can you see your eye when he bathing too? I'm just saying. But it's, it's like, did either one know that this was going to happen? It don't tell us. Yet, he got distracted. He got distracted. He got distracted. It makes me wonder, where was she washing herself? Doesn't tell us. Did she know? Doesn't tell us. It's one thing to know, and it's another thing not to know. If we don't know, then that's one thing. But when we know, it don't even say she resisted. 
It don't say she said, I, I'm married. It don't say that. It don't say she resisted. Somebody said she's the daughter of Elam, which is a priestly name. That's a priestly name. Anything with Eli. That's a priestly name. So something she had to know beforehand. I'm just saying. The wife of Uriah. Now in the Hittites, those are land we supposed to be going down. But she still was the the wife. It doesn't say she refused. It doesn't say she said, King, I'm married. Doesn't say that. Know when we're entering into distraction zone because distraction zone can be destructive zone. Know when we're being used as the distraction and know when someone or something or some place is being used to distract us. Know a distraction. Know a weapon form. Know when we're looking at stuff the wrong way and going to put our hands on the wrong thing. No. Because we've already been given the instructions. God have talked to us some type of way. Whether it's through our parents, don't do this, don't do that. Whether it's in the church, don't do this, don't do that. Just because we don't want to hear that doesn't mean it's safe to do it. Just because we don't want to hear it don't mean it's safe to do it. Because when we do it, we're sacrificing something. Sacrificing something. Her husband was sacrificed. And then their child, their first child, was sacrificed. So I send the word of God to the people of God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. Y'all have the most beautiful evening. I pray somebody gets something from this. In Jesus' name, peace.